If you're craving the time, energy, and capacity to put yourself first, run your business, and have a full life, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Radiant Soul Sisters podcast. I'm your host, speaker, coach, supporter, and fellow soul sister, Susan Cruz, and this is your space to shine. I will be connecting you to amazing, inspiring women who are living their best lives while constantly learning to create work-life harmony. If you are too, or you're craving this, we're here to cheer you on. If you have ever wondered how you can live a full and happy life, how you can work and have life harmony, I am excited for you to meet our guest today, Erica Costner. I had the opportunity to meet Erica in 2020 when No Women was shifting to virtual events. And at that time, she was working on a big personal challenge for herself while continuing to grow her personal community and do it all with awesome personal connections. I can't wait for you to hear what makes Erica's radiant soul shine and what she does to live a radiant life. Erica, I am so glad you're here today. Thank you, Susan, for having me. I'm so excited we're going to have this chat today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yes, glad to have you. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. So I help business owners and personal brands expand their presence online and in person, but I also have a podcast myself called Voices of Impact. And I know, Susan, we keep talking about getting you on the show one day. We got to make that happen, sister. I am dying. We got to make it happen. But um, in addition to that, uh, Susan kind of tipped it off in the intro, but kind of in a vague way, which is good. I'm also an Ironman. So the big personal goal that I was working on in 2020 and into 2021 was aspirationally working towards that Ironman goal. So uh, lots of things that I can talk about today as it relates to creating work-life harmony and getting the right people on the bus. I'm sure that's going to come up in our conversation today with not only my business, but also with my personal goals as well. Right, right. You know, so, you know, Erica, I just can't imagine competing in an Ironman challenge <laughs> yet. I'm not saying I might not put it on that plate someday. But you know, what is the biggest lesson that you have learned either with the personal challenges or with your um, being an entrepreneur? What would be your biggest lessons that you've learned? Through that process. Yeah. So I say that with the right guidance and taking consistent action and perseverance, anything is possible. Yes. So having that equation of having some sort of guidance, some sort of support, and then you personally having to take action. And then sticking with it, like not getting mad about, um, you know, maybe having a bad day or getting frustrated, like you're going to have those emotions, but having that perseverance to stick with it, you can do anything. So to, to give some, some of our audience a, a little bit of a clue as to my Ironman journey, I was, nobody would have ever bet on me being an athlete. I wore stiletto heels from the time I came out of the womb. I'm just kidding. But I, <laughs> I never, I never had an athletic bone into my body and I didn't become an Ironman until I became one. And so for anybody that's listening to this today, if you set your sight, sight, sight's out for a goal, 
again, it's having that right guidance. It's having the consistent action and it's being putting yourself in that, that persistent uh, mode of getting stuff done is going to make it happen for you. Do you feel that when you challenged yourself with this real physical activity, right? You had to train. I've heard persistence. I've heard the word consistency, right? Mm -hmm. But you were pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. So how do you feel that related or that um, added to your business world? So it, it forced me to think about things differently. So I had a lot of time on the bike. And so if you don't know what an Ironman is, it's a, it's a mega triathlon. So it's three sports, swimming, biking, and running. And you, when you actually do the race, you don't get to have the fortunate luxury of listening to music. So I trained without listening to music. So a lot of that training time was my own thought process in terms of what I could be doing for my business. And as I was training for Ironman, it was obviously 2020 and it was a pivotal year for so many people. And I needed to rethink the way my business was functioning because predominantly before 2020, a lot of my business was in the in-person space. And since a lot of that was going away, everything was going to virtual. I did have a division of my company that was virtual, but I really needed to rethink, reimagine, double down on some of those things. And so having that time to train and do this thing that was, okay, I'm going to be spending hours and hours and hours on the bike and on the run and in the pool. It allowed me to also quiet my thoughts and think about what were those things that I was going to do when I could get back into my business. So I love that. Such a great point. Um, I, yeah, I love physical challenges and how um, they, they push out of your com comfort zone, right? They challenge mm -hmm. you, but then they, they go over, they flow into all areas of your life. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like this confidence, confidence builders. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, when you start thinking about, oh my goodness, I'm pushing my body to this level, what else could I do to push my mindset or my relationships or my capabilities to the next level? And so it just gives you that confidence. It it and it, it does, it trickles into all aspects of your life, Susan. You're absolutely right. Right. So, you know, you're out there and, and you did this Ironman and you're building this business and community is so important, but you're a wife and you're a mom. You know, what are the lessons or the things you've learned about work-life harmony and how to manage that? So I would say that the biggest lesson that I've learned in my own journey with work-life harmony is to ensure that the people that I'm inviting into my circle of influence um, are the ones that are actually going to get me to the next level. And I don't mean like necessarily like in a, um, in, in a, in a dubious way. I just mean that you've got to be so careful and so guarded about who you're letting into your circle of influence. They can make or break your success. So if you're letting a bunch of Debbie Downers into your world and you are thinking, oh, I want to do these epic things and I want to grow and I want to, uh, challenge myself. And you have a bunch of naysayers in your corner saying, why are you doing that? That's dumb. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, they're going to eat away at what you want in terms of your own harmony, your own peace. So just be really judicious about who you're inviting into your circle. I've learned that early on and, um, and surround yourself with people that are going to cheer you on in the process too. So it's, it's, it's discounting the people that, you know, discarding the people, or at least distance yourself from people that aren't going to cheer you on, but putting yourself in the arena of people that are going to hold you accountable, cheer you on and give you some coaching and guidance along the way for those bigger goals. Right. 
And do you find that oftentimes when, when you put yourself in the situation where you're in a room that maybe people are smarter than you are, or you perceive them being smarter than you are, or they're further along in their business journey, they are the ones that cheer you on and they are the ones that want to share their success secrets, right? Yeah. And I used to be really intimidated by those people, but I have found over the years that they are definitely more willing to share. They definitely are more, uh, they're, they're not, they're not playing into the negativity. Right. No. And then the other piece of it too, is that that if you are asking questions of them, if you can get brave to have those conversations, I have found that by asking them questions and finding out what their current areas of focus are, makes me more valuable in time in their eyes, because I'm engaged in whatever they're working on. So, uh, so, so anybody out there that's maybe feeling a little intimidated by surrounding yourself with people that are perceived smarter or, you know, more successful, right? put yourself in that conversation with them to ask them questions about what they're working on, how you can support them in their endeavors. It'll give you that um, perception that you are more valuable in their eyes as well. I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. And I'll tell you, you know, in, in building just my podcast, right? You're, you've been podcasting a long time. So I was kind of nervous about saying, hey, Erica, uh, will you come on? But but I'm learning. But we're this, friends, right? sister. I mean, come That's on. Right. So we got this. And you know what? And I'm so proud of you for doing this because I know Thank that this you. has been a goal of yours for quite some time. And so now we're just making, now you're making it happen and you're doing it. Right. So when you, when you sent me that message, I'm like, heck yeah, sister, I'm <laughs> all about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's yeah. right. So, you know, I am all about our radiant souls and I just love it when I see women shining to um, just, you can tell that they're content and they're happy or they're loving what they're doing. So Erica, tell me, what do you do every day? What is one thing you do every day that makes your radiant soul shine? So this is going to sound counterintuitive because it'll seem like I'm putting more on my plate. But one of the things that I challenge myself to do every day is reaching out to at least three people in my network, uh -huh. simply just to say, how's it going? What are you working on? Is there anything I can do to support you? It's nothing else other than like, I just like, I'm here for you. Like, I just want to know what, what's up. And if I'm going to ask them that, if they get back with me, then I need to follow through on whatever requests that they mm. have. So I do have to, I, I do realize that there, that I do end up putting some extra things on their plate, but what I have found is by reaching out, it, it, it inspires me with the projects and the initiatives that these people in my network are working on, but it also encourages them to know that somebody's looking out for them. And oftentimes we just don't, we don't get that pat on the back all the time. And right. you know, how often do we go through, especially in entrepreneurship and all the other hats that we wear, there's so many times where we feel beaten down. So how awesome is it to get a, just a quick DM from a girlfriend to say, Hey girl, thinking about you, how's it going? So I want to be that chick. I want to be that person and um, for nothing else, no other gain other than just to be that cheerleader. And if she or he needs help, um, then I need to, to be in a good position to offer that support and that help in, in whatever capacity. So that's the thing that I do every single day is reaching out to three people just to ask, how are you doing? What can I do to support you? You know, I'm finding through these podcast interviews with these amazing women, and I can't wait for you to hear some of them, 
that there's this underlying theme that, you know, we have these hearts that want to lift others up, right? Mm -hmm. That we want to see other women really shine and to know that, hey, like you say, hey, sister, I am here just to say hello. Yeah. And see see what I can do to serve you. And so thank you for that. I think that's super cool. I love it. Absolutely love it. Thanks. And you know, going back to what you just said there with people feeling that heart to connect and to lift other women up. I used to think it had to be this big grandiose thing that I had to stop the world traffic to make them an impact. And oh. if you just but if you just do what I suggested, I mean, everybody has at least three people in their network. You don't have to pick three different people every single time do you do this but you know let's just say you had a hundred people in your network which most of us do most of us have at least a hundred people that right. we know um right. so you know if you did three people a day five days a week I mean that's only 60 people that you're reaching out to so in the greater scheme of thing in one month I should say so in the greater scheme of things you know it would take you another two months to get around to that other person to reach back out again so don't think you have to stop the world to make it happen just Focus on who's right in front of you and make an impact in their world. In their world. Awesome. Great tip. So um, thank you so much for that wonderful tip. I have one more big question left yeah. today. But before we get there, um, I would love for you to share what you're doing and how can our viewers connect with you, our listeners connect with you. Yeah, thank you so much for that. So um, I my biggest area of focus right now is helping female business owners accelerate their brand efforts, their personal brand efforts, so much of what they're doing in terms of how they want to shine and how they want to stand out in this world and impact more people uh, is, is my, I love helping women kind of craft that and position them smartly and more effectively. So one of the initiatives that I have going on right now is bringing those women together inside of my community, which is over at ericacaster.com forward slash community. But it's a way for women who are building personal brands to just connect Get to know each other. It's a free community. So if you want to learn more about that, head on over to ericacaster.com forward slash community to get the deets on that. And we will have that link in the show notes. So and in the um on the post. So everybody will be able to easily connect to you there. But thank you. Thank you so much for this. You're welcome. That. Yeah. So if this episode has you thinking about how to put yourself first while living your life on purpose and creating work-life harmony be sure to connect with me at all my socials at Susan Cruz Co. And if you want, reach out, so let's chat. Also, if you'd like to bring this energy and fun to an event, I am available for speaking engagements and reach out at susancruzco.com. So now we're on to that last big question, Erica. Can you tell me what is that one piece of advice or that one big word of wisdom that you would like to share with someone who might need to hear it today? So there's no badge of courage with doing it all by yourself. So the one thing I could recommend is if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling complacent, if you're feeling like you are in that perfectionitis mode, get other people involved because mm -hmm. it's much better to seek wisdom and counsel from people that are doing the things that you want to do. And it's also better to get the things done just so you can get the momentum without having to worry about being, being perfect, but having that, the, that community of people that are going to cheer you on that process is certainly going to help you know that you're on the right track. 
Oh, I love that. I love that so much. I struggled with Thank perfectionism you. for way too long in my life, you know. Well, anyway, thank you, Erica. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate your time and your words of wisdom. You're welcome, Susan. Thank you for having me. You rock, my friend. Thanks. We hope you've enjoyed our episode of the Radiant Soul Sisters. So my thanks again to Erica Kastner. And if you'd like to join us next time, we're going to shine the light on another beautiful soul who Radiant Soul shines. Until then, my friend, I'm your host, Susan Cruz. And remember, you can find all of our episodes, resources, and community at susancruzco.com. Have a great day. 